0: Hi, my name is Rachel Toll. I'm 63 years old. I was born in Altadena, California, and I've been a yoga teacher for the past 10 years, but I'm actually retired now since COVID has happened.
1: I'm Alan Toll. I'm almost 66 years old. I'm originally from Philadelphia, and I'm an architect.
0: We've been together for 40 years.
1: We dated for one year before we got married, and we've been married for 39 years. It's going to be 40 years in July.
0: If I had to describe our love story, I would say it is live, love, and laugh. Welcome to Our Love Story, a Spotify original from Parcast. Every week, a real couple recounts how they met, how they fell in love, and the biggest moments of their relationship. Now, let's hear their love story.
1: new season out on Spotify
0: soon. Before I met Alan, I was working in an office in Westwood, California, and I was dating. I tended to date men that were older than I. So I was generally dating guys that were six, eight, ten years older than I.
1: I didn't really have that much of a dating life. I was very shy. I had my friends and we'd hang out. I always wanted to meet somebody, but didn't have anybody at the time when I met Rachel. So when I did meet her, it was it was a pretty good surprise.
0: Well, we met because I was working with a, a friend and she decided to have a dinner party, a gathering. I expected there to be, you know, guys there, you know, several men. (laughs) But as it turned out, we met in um, Brentwood at a pretty famous bar called Tom Bergen's. And the girls were all gathered because we all came from our office. And I was probably on my second glass of wine waiting for men to show up. And when I looked up, I, I will never forget the moment I saw Alan. He walked into the bar. He came around and he gave Janice a kiss on her cheek. And that was the first moment I saw him. But as it turned out, Alan was the only guy who who joined us, and I kind of had my eye on him right away and pretty much snagged him.
1: So Janice and I were friends. We worked together for quite a few years in Newport Beach. We both lived down there, and she moved up to Westwood, and I always had an interest in moving up to Westwood and getting out of Newport. So that was how, and we would see each other as friends every once in a while. That's how I ended up being invited up there It was really just a come on up and you know have dinner I'm gonna have a few friends so when I did show up at the bar and I as Rachel said I went up gave Janice a kiss said hello and it was Rachel and two two or three other girls Janice and it's really weird when you think about something clicking it was just I saw her and there was just something that attracted me to her I mean I didn't know who she was I'm just watching I'm just sitting here she looked very sweet she was beautiful you know again I wasn't really looking for anybody it was just something that I saw I mean and it was just kind of sparked in me like hey I want to talk to this girl see what's see what she's all
0: about. So we first met at the bar and I right off the bat thought he was very cute and he was sw- really sweet. And again, he was younger. He was he was just a couple of years older than I. So I felt very comfortable with him. I wasn't trying to impress some older guy. When we got back to Janice's house, she was planning this dinner and she came out and she said, "Who wants margaritas?" And Alan had brought uh, a bottle of wine. So I looked over and I said, I'll have Alan's wine. I'm going to have his his wine. (laughs) So that kind of um, cued him in on that I was going to enjoy what he brought rather than going with the margaritas.
1: (laughs) The funny thing was, is that we went back to Bergen's after dinner and there's two other guys there then that were kind of hanging around us. You know, like they were interested in her too. And, you know, we're kind of, Getting together, not cuddling up with each other, but you know, it's like we were we're together here, guys. Like, you know, back off. (laughs) So I I really don't remember our first conversation at that time, but I do remember that happening.
0: About the other two guys that were there. I was clearly not interested in them, but it was kind of fun because I felt like Alan was having to compete a little bit. So, but I do remember that. I had these three guys, you know, kind of talking to me. But I was totally interested in Alan. Well, I will say that there was a kiss that happened prior to our first date because after the dinner party, that we totally hit it off. Alan offered to drive me home. So... When we got to my parents' apartment, we walked up the staircase, which was enclosed, and it was quite dark. So at the top of the stairs, Alan gave me a a pretty, pretty good kiss. (laughs) It was something to think about, uh, and I was very pleased that he called me.
1: It's important to know that when I met Rachel, she had her daughter, Misha, that was about a year old which I knew about, it It was no surprise. But when I called her the first time after we met, I was back down in Newport and I called and she was living with her parents. So I called and her dad answers and I asked to speak to Rachel. And his first comment was, oh, she's feeding the baby. (laughs) So I took a beat and I, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, what am am I getting into here? What is, what do I want to do this? And then I talked to Rachel, and so we made an agreement to, to meet.
0: I suggested a a Russian restaurant that was named Misha's, after my daughter. And I'd never been there before, but I heard that it was really a fun place. So we went there, and it was great. I mean, it was the food was great. They had Russian music, and he talked to me about being an architect. He talked to me about going to Europe mainly to see the the architecture and of course i'm listening to him thinking oh my god this guy is he's wonderful i i i very quickly thought he was great
1: the first things i remember about rachel and really what attracted me to her were her eyes and if you remember i told you you had cat eyes. i
0: remember and so i'm
1: I'm just sitting there thinking, this this girl's pretty good. I mean, and she's paying attention to me. She's not like <laughs> not telling me that I'm weird or anything. And it was just very comfortable. It really was. And we had a lot in common, families. It really was love at first sight. And just really from there, it, it's been easy ever since. I mean, that's, that's really how I can describe it. <laughs> Another important moment of our relationship was when I took Rachel back to meet my parents for Rosh Hashanah. My parents lived in Manhattan Beach, and they had this house that was kind of weird. They lived upstairs, and there was like a full apartment downstairs, but it wasn't really separated, but I moved in there. So I was close by, and my parents were going to have Rosh Hashanah dinner upstairs. My parents are very, very casual. Even though it was Rosh was we just gathered for dinner. It was my brother and my parents and I, and we we're always goofing off and everything. So I told them that I was going to bring Rachel for dinner. And so I pick Rachel up, and she's all dressed up, and she's got pearls on. And it's like, okay, pretty dressed up for just— But, you know, I didn't really say it was going to be casualty, but it was, you know, she had her
0: pearls on. And the reason I had my pearls on and the reason I was very dressed up was even though I was an adult, I was living with my parents and my father had it in his his mind that I'm meeting Alan's parents for the first time, and out of respect for Alan's mother, you should be dressed with pearls. He had a thing about me wearing the pearls, that this was a big deal. So, of course, I I could tell when Alan showed up that, you know, I was overdressed.
1: And my mom was wearing like a flowered (laughs) (laughs) or
0: Something, because it was Manhattan Beach, you know.
1: It was fine. It was like, oh, you don't need, you didn't need to dress up like that. My brother was there, and we have, we do all this goofy stuff that we still do after all these years. And it was just a, a nice, fun evening, and it was nice to have a nice Jewish girl with me for Rosh Hashanah. And, and my parents were probably thinking, wow, geez, I must be okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I have to mention one of the best dates that was pretty early on in our relationship was our picnic in Ojai. So because I lived with my parents, and at that point, Alan hadn't moved down from Newport Beach yet, we decided to go on this picnic because it was the only place where we could be alone. And I remember when we were driving, we didn't want to find a little picnic where, you know, kids were going to be playing around. We wanted Secluded. And we parked. I think it might have even been private property, but we were like hiking back into this little area where we were definitely secluded. (laughs) And I laid out the picnic and made everything pretty. We had wine, of course. And I will say one thing without saying too much, (laughs) but um, we talked about how comfortable we were together. I think I remember saying, I feel so, I feel so comfortable. And Alan said, (laughs) do you feel comfortable enough to take your top off?
1: (laughs) Pretty romantic.
0: We were spending a lot of time getting Alan's new apartment fixed and painted and I was helping him. Obviously, I was his girlfriend, so I was there a lot. And I noticed him dropping little things like, this is just like if we were married. And, you know, those little things that he might have been saying in passing, but to me, they were like huge gems that he was like dropping. So this particular week, I was telling my girlfriends at work, I know he's going to ask me. I I know this is the weekend. I felt it. I was talking about it. They were all excited for me. So we went to have drinks at this restaurant in Westwood called Yesterday's and we were going to have dinner. So we're having drinks and I'm thinking at any moment he's going to spring the question. And then he says, you know what, rather than having dinner, why don't we just go home? We'll order pizza. And I thought, that's even cuter. You know, he's going to order pizza and it'll be so sweet. And so we ordered pizza and nothing. And eventually, you know, it was bedtime. (laughs) Like we were actually going to sleep and I hadn't been asked the question and I started crying. And poor Alan is looking over at me like, what the hell, you know, I mean, we had a nice evening, everything was great, and why am I crying? And I, through tears, explained that I thought for sure he was going to ask me to marry him, and he's kind of going, no, no, (laughs) you know, but anyway, do you want to take it from there?
1: So Rachel was crying, and of course, I was shocked that she was crying, because I didn't know what I did wrong (laughs) at the time, and so she was... Sitting and kind of mulling it over my head for a while, I finally said to her, I said, so I have one question for you. And she said, what? And I said, would you like to marry me? And that was it. That was that was as romantic as it got. The reason that I asked her to marry me, besides hoping that she would stop crying, is because I knew eventually that I would want to marry her. I just wasn't ready at that exact time. So there was no arm twisting and I didn't do anything that I would ever regret. It was the best decision I ever made in my life. And though as unromantic as it is, it was actually a wonderful evening.
0: And a great story <laughs> that we've told many, many times since then.
1: Our wedding was a pretty small wedding but it was we had a lot of fun. We had it at my parents belonged to a temple in Torrance. So we had it there. It was a pretty big temple, but we probably had maybe 50, 50 people. And the reception was at my parents' house in Manhattan Beach. I remember it was incredibly hot that day. It was in, in July and I was sweating profusely <laughs> from being hot and nervous. So I had two of my good friends who were white groomsmen and you had your cousin and uh, a couple of your friends who were the bridesmaids. And we were married under the hoopah in, <laughs> in the temple it was just perfect for us at the time.
0: So the wedding was perfect. It was small by comparison to the way weddings are these days, but it was perfect for us. The great story was that we went on our honeymoon to Carmel and in the morning we called to see, you know, how everybody was doing and uh, we found out that the party was actually still going on. My two girlfriends had apparently stayed over and hooked up with the groomsmen and my of course my cool mother-in-law and my father-in-law were laughing about it and it was it was pretty funny we have amazing memories over the 39 years we've been married but I think we both would agree that our trips to New York, walking through Central Park, stopping in little pubs for a drink and cool little cafes, bundled up, those are some wonderful highlights and memories of our our time together.
1: I would think with all those years is our laughter, and fortunately, I have Rachel who will laugh at my jokes, even though I'll say them a hundred times over and over and over again, and I tell him like it's the first time she's ever heard them, and she laughs like it's the first time she's ever heard <laughs> it. it's just been a great forty years it's been very easy we we we're so compatible and easy to get along with we we don't fight very often, we do, but not very often and it's just been. Wonderful. It was the greatest decision I ever made when I went out of my way to ask her to marry me 40 <laughs> years ago.
0: I have to add that, of course, the additions to our family, my son-in-law, my sweet daughter-in-law, our kids' weddings, and the birth of our, our granddaughters, all of these over the years just continue to add an amazing Richness to our lives. I know that that that's going to continue
1: It's a pretty good family. We have a really good funny happy uh, Family that we just enjoy our our company all all together whenever we gather. It's pretty fun. We have a good time
0: I'd have to say that grandchildren is huge and I have two little granddaughters, but I know that there are more babies coming. (laughs) And I cannot wait for that. I love being a grandma and Ellen's an amazing grandpa. So um, continuing to grow this sweet little happy family. Thanks for listening to Our Love Story. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Parcast and on Twitter at Parcast Network. For more episodes of Our Love Story, follow us on Spotify and check out other Parcast originals, all available on Spotify. Our Love Story is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from Parcast. It was created by John Cohen. Sound designed by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Jamie Ryan. It's produced by John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and associate produced by Alex Trigvidotter.